free lot. speech is not speech that is free of consequences. Oh yeah, absolutely not. I mean, you're free <laughs> to say it, but like the consequences that come your way is uh yeah. yeah. Well, I don't. Oh, absolutely. I don't think the answer is censorship, right? Like, but I do think that like socially, it should be called out, right? Like, oh, of course. Yeah. Absolutely. You know what else should be called out? Your mom. I put a D20 in my mouth. I put a D20 in my mouth. Your desires. I put a D20 in my mouth. Welcome to the Smuts Up Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) This is a bad show made by idiots. You probably Uh, shouldn't listen to it. The Smuts Up Podcast is not intended to diagnose, treat, or cure any disease, except boredom, and even that's up for debate. Proceed with caution, and listen at your own risk. We I'm going to say the B word. Oh, no. He's going to say the B word. Oh, no. <laughs> Bazoingas. <laughs> Bequeanon. <laughs> Bequeef. <laughs> Motherfucker. That was good. <laughs> motherfucker. Oh, all right. Well, I do see a note in here. I'm not sure who is gonna who is gonna talk about it, but uh, it's about having safe sex during COVID. <laughs> and uh, I guess it has to be doggy style, so you can cough on the wall. <laughs> Good stuff. See, I, th- I Comedy think gold. 69 would be fine because then you're so? just you know coughing on your bits, and as long as you know. You use some nice alcohol-filled, like hand sanitizer. You'll be fine. <laughs> oh, I forgot to I'm... introduce. We didn't introduce. Just... Oh man, we're all over the place today. This is great. This is great. <laughs> Off to an amazing start. All right, I'm I'm deep done again. I what's thing? Actually, you know what? Fuck all of you. Let's try this again. All right, let's try it all again. I put a D20 in my mouth. Smuts up, everyone. You're listening to the Smuts Up podcast. It's sex live for everybody, starting with ourselves. When you're here, you are step family. I'm Lexa, and with me are my three good friends. Hello, I'm Deep Weird. I usually have something funny to say, but uh, I... Next! And I'm oh, no. Ray Dunnigan, and I am the master of escaping from nerds' rope handcuffs. I'm Captain Spanks. Drop an anchor. It's a spanker. I'm still chewing gum. Oh, God. <laughs> young man. We're all off to an amazing start this a evening. A very bad boy. Oh, man. So, today we have for you another pervert's grab bag. Each of us have come with an interesting interest in hand, ready to share with the others and you, the listeners. So, first, before we get into that, though, I really wanted to hear, Spank, some of your thoughts about NFTs and Bitcoin emissions. (laughs) So, like... Because, I mean... Oh, first of all, like, what it, what the fuck even is that stuff? Could you 
give a little bit of background real quick? I do not claim to be an expert in this at all. As a matter of fact, uh, any time that it has tried to been, any time, like I've, I've, I've tried to do as much research on this as I can, and every time that I read it, it seems like they're just making up words, and there's someone behind a two-way mirror that's laughing at me, attempting to, like, soak all of this knowledge in. <laughs> that's the and, economy, baby! Because <laughs> it's, it's, it's bitcoins, but in a picture form, but everyone keeps saying like oh it's gonna help the artists it's gonna help the artists because you know you can buy directly from them and the funny part is you already can (laughs) you really can (laughs) and instead what can happen now is anyone can just make a bitcoin art piece of any picture they find on the internet and say i made it and it's it's already starting to crash it's already starting to burn and i think in two years what's going to happen is everyone has like their their nfts and they're just going to kind of fade a bit like you know how whenever you find like an old tiny pick url and it's not there anymore and it's just like oopsie whoopsie we're not here anymore (laughs) i think that's exactly what's going to happen because basically your artwork is on the internet and lives inside of a weird bitcoin operation mining facility and it's the whole system it's crazy i can't explain exactly what or why these things are but what i do know is that it's killing the planet and it's angering artists and it sounds really stupid and it's from the bad future (laughs) i mean when you say that it's like killing the planet like you said that like there's actually like literally like emissions taking place like which is kind of interesting because i think a lot of people like think about this stuff as being very abstract you know right like yeah, which is crazy. I thought on God that bitcoins were just like I don't know. I, it's, if anyone is listening to this and knows more about this, please understand that this is my disclaimer to say I'm a fucking idiot. I don't know what bitcoin is and I don't know what NFTs are. But I thought that they were just like computer shit, like I don't know, a made up currency that people say, "Oh yeah, I did some math with my graphics card using computer and now i'm a goddamn billionaire and i just kind of accept it and say yeah man cool i i'm gonna struggle with my bills and you print out fake money this is cool this is cool we're both playing the same game so (laughs) i i just thought that it was just kind of in the ether that it existed in the internet somewhere but no what is actually happening is there's like factories like weird mining things that are just made out of completely absolutely nothing but computer parts and mostly uh graphics cards that somehow they make these non-fungible blockchains using computer data and put it on the internet or something and it's i forget the question so it sounds like like, because these like oh um, right the emissions yeah these processors are like you know processing at such a high level it's taking all these resources to do that yes okay it's crazy so like with normal bitcoins like they get traded every once in a while like money uh with nfts with the fact that they're artwork uh you can fraction them down so you own a piece of it almost like a stock and like stocks, they're being traded every second. <laughs> and so a, a a specific amount of emissions is created when Bitcoins are traded from 
the the minds is what I, I've I've gathered from what I've read. Again, it seems like I'm just reading a bunch of science fiction novel that forgot <laughs> to come with like lore in it or anything to like help describe what's going on. Uh, so <laughs> with the with the normal Bitcoin emissions, it's just like emissions here and there that are still very very bad. But with NFTs, they're being traded all the time. And for no reason other than people just seem to be having fun throwing their money away. Okay, okay. And so it's happening every second, and it's really, really bad. All the emissions that are doing—they've—I—I I, I forget what what article I had read, but it was something like leaving seven cars running for an entire day per NFT, hmm. or maybe it was three. I don't know. But anyways, it's just—it's—it's it's a lot. The mines. The Bitcoin mines. Okay. They're destroying the earth. Okay. I, I well, did that read that. Like a shitty like, situation. I did read that shitty. like all the the bitcoins and NFTs and all that stuff like create enough emissions that it's like a small country. Interesting. Yeah, exactly. But you know, which is crazy because they're not. They're just a couple mining <sighs> situations. I mean, low key though, it's not like a hundred percent their fault. It's also like we have a really shitty power grid that is run by super dirty energy. So if we had cleaner energy, this wouldn't be a problem at all. There's a lot I would of... actually go so far as to blame it on Obama. Capitalism. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, your point about infrastructure is definitely true, right? right well, aren't we supposed to be talking about sex? Okay, so I, this, I have a you're the one who right asked me about it. Yeah, 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 I know. Yeah, I'm saying yeah, that. Yeah. I'm saying that I apologize for taking us so far off track. We are here to talk about sex, baby. So we're also horny for a dice. So let's go ahead and I know y'all have a D20. Let's go ahead and roll first. We can put a D20 in our mouth and see who will be the first person to present the interesting thing that they found. Oh, I got a heavy one. I don't I have my it on my desk. So should we do the thing that we did last time, like where we say I put a D20 in my mouth? When we have the D20 in our mouth. I think so. I think that's yeah. probably a good custom. Oh, it's in my ritual bag. Oh, no, that's my D12. Why don't I <laughs> grab the one that's as big as my fist? <laughs> Put it in your mouth. That's what I'm going to try to do. Do it. Do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I put a D20 in my mouth. <laughs> Three. <laughs> <laughs> I put a D20 in my mouth. Ew, that was wet. Spit is love, my friend. Spit is love. I'm still chewing gum. This is gonna go great. Spit the gum out, or just take it out first. No. I put a little flavor in my mouth. Just do it at the same time. Fuck this. Cut out my gum. (laughs) What'd you roll for the gum? What'd you roll for the gum? Uh, The gum, I rolled a gross. Yeah. All right, here we go. Which is 144. Oh, nice. Very nice. <laughs> so hot. I got an 18. Damn, son. All right. Well, it sounds like Ray's going to have you going first here. Yes. You've rolled the highest initiative. Um. Okay. Well, so what I brought to the table is I've been thinking a lot about this lately because, uh, you know, I work for the government. So I'm going to rank the different fast food mascots by sexiness. 
I'm so excited. Important government work. (laughs) Okay. So I'm thinking just right off the top of my head, here's what I'm just going to lay out. We're going to go Wendy from Wendy's, but we're going to say she's an adult, not the child. I was going to say, isn't she like a little kid? (laughs) Well, she was when it first came out, but like now that I've seen some other versions of her where she's an adult, okay? Okay. We're going to go with the adult version. (laughs) Okay. We're going to go with the Burger King and then the Ronnie McDonough. And then we're going to go um, uh, Hamburglar, which I have a whole theory on Hamburglar I want to discuss later. Um, he's the bad boy. No, he's actually a good boy. He's been really? trying to he's been trying to prevent childhood <laughs> obesity this entire time. He's like, yo, this shit's bad for you guys. Like, I'm trying to get this shit out of your guys' faces. For decades, we've been painting him a scoundrel. Oh, my God. And then Ronnie McDonough's <laughs> like, no, I'm I'm the capitalist king. I'm going to shove these burgy boys down all these kitty cats. <laughs> He's like a Captain Planet villain. And then we got and then we got Colonel motherfucking Sanders. Colonel goddamn Sanders. Uh, like, okay, so, I mean, I'm sorry, y'all. Finger like, licking good. Yeah, so, like, there's this interesting phenomena happening recently where apparently Colonel Sanders is super sexy to some people, but uh, I'm I do want to fucking call out just real quick that like I'm not a hundred percent sure I'm on board with some of the like uh historical undertones of this character too, and like I don't know y'all like i it's it's conf- it's all very confusing to me. I have not done any research into his background or anything like that. I've only known him as the colonel who creates great chicken that's finger looking good and of course i'm sure i can do one google and it'll ruin his whole image for me (laughs) (laughs) yeah but i really don't want to do that right now you know i just want to live on this high that i've i've been on and he's not he's not my number one in case that's what you guys were wondering okay 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 Mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm but the big titty goth girl version of colonel sanders that's my number one that's my number one for sure (laughs) oh definitely I'm totally what about joking. a big titty goth? Yeah, like what about big titty goth girl version of Hamburglar? Okay, now I'm, now I'm right. on board. I'm All right. Yeah, Google that real quick. Right <laughs> Everybody <laughs> stop the podcast. Everybody Google stop that. The podcast. Yeah, <laughs> do, do a quick Google. <laughs> quick search. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, you know, I really gotta give it number one to the panda from Panda Express. Uh, number oh. two, the cows from Chick Fil A. Uh, number three, I'm gonna go with uh, uh, I'm gonna go with uh, the the Jack in the Box guy. Good, good choice. Good choice. <laughs> the the wind up toy from Jack in the Box. The and then uh, <laughs> one that I just recently rediscovered thanks to a couple great friends, the uh, weird hamster things from uh, Quiznos. <laughs> Yes. Okay. So thank you so much for bringing that up because I really think that we need to talk about this because, like, th- I I feel like that is probably what made Quiznos go out of business is having these like weird taxidermied animals singing this very disturbing song in these fever dream of commercials that they presented to us a long time ago <laughs> before <laughs> this company went out of business and this whole conversation became completely irrelevant. See, I am inclined to disagree. I think if they would have continued, it we they could have ridden this high of meme culture that we've created, at least in in 
the United States in this, the year 2021, where brands and businesses think that it's okay to just start memeing in on our territory. If, if they to keep, if they to kept at it, I think it would have been great. I feel, but no, instead they gave up like cowards. Guys, hold on, hold on a second. Guys, I'm going to blow your minds right now. Quiznos is still a fucking thing. Oh, it's still, (laughs) that can't be. I just Googled the Quiznos near me. There's one like not even that far. Okay, cool. But Quiznos because they don't play the commercials anymore. How are we supposed to know? I, you know, I just think that they just ran out of ad money because of that commercial. Yeah. So, okay. But like looking at this, okay. Looking at this thing, there's nothing about this that says like you want to buy a sandwich. Actually, there's nothing about this that says like you want to eat food. Like, this is terrible. Like, this is, like, it's... I have a counterpoint. Uh, Okay. (laughs) Quiznos did not have Happy Meals. Happy Meals is what gets children to McDonald's, and children always come with adults who also usually get at least a cup of coffee. You think this is an okay thing to show to a child? I think... Have you ever met a nine-year-old who's watched the, The Annoying Orange? I don't even know what that is. So no. Have you even seen a child? I wish I was you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my god, guys! Now I'm looking at the reviews for Quiznos. (laughs) Yeah. And I gotta say, I don't know how it has four stars. I've seen all one stars. Okay. If the guy, every single one of those four stars came from me. (laughs) If the guy making the only person that likes this fucking restaurant. (laughs) It said, if the guy making the sandwich would work as much as he talked, he would be done quicker. What? What a fuck? What the fuck, though? Seriously, like fucking capitalism. Make my sandwich better, servant. Like fuck you. (laughs) Sandwich Sandwich was horrible. I ordered my mesquite chicken on white bread. The bread tasted no. old and stale. I couldn't even force myself to eat the sandwich and had to throw it in the trash. <laughs> tasted nothing like Quiznos quality sandwiches I used to love in the past. I was also disappointed that I thought all Quiznos had gone out of business. I used to freak- <laughs> I used to frequent Dothan, Alabama location while assigned to Fort Rucker, Alabama until they were replaced by a coffee shop. I thought, how lucky am I to return home to Florida as they have Quiznos near me once again? (laughs) Apparently, not so lucky at all. Oh, well, it was great while it lasted. Oh, my God, dude. Get up your fucking life, dude. (laughs) A divorce. Yeah, dude. Wow. Okay. Also, apparently... What joy would I have experienced had Quizno been as I remembered it in the happy days of my youth? But alas, (laughs) it was not up to par the way that I remembered it. My mesquite sandwich on white bread was not good, and I had to throw it in the trash. Three out of five stars. (laughs) The woe I feel from days gone by that this is no longer the object of my nostalgia. A pox on me, Quiznos. A pox on me. Two stars. If you're out there listening, here's a message. You should never worship your heroes. You should never meet your heroes. You know, and then there's another one star. Worst Quiznos I've ever been to. Bad customer service. I'm assuming this is the only Quiznos yet. In the whole fucking world. It makes sense that it would be somewhere in fucking Florida. (laughs) Here's a good three star one. Here's a good three star one. Just says, meh. Just <laughs> Who took the time to write that? 
That's that's actually a decent. That's the best honest review. What? I love. But like, why would you take I the love time this. to write the, that? That's like that's the energy to me. <laughs> like, yes, give us nothing. This person looked up this Quiznos because they were so unsatisfied with being satisfied <laughs> with their meal that they just had to find them and write meh. Man. Give it three stars. And then we got Bruce over here, who two years ago gave it a one star and said vacant and unemployed. <laughs> what? Wow. Is this a ghost town? Does, does this not actually exist? Could you imagine how fucking like, like, wait the quiz is unemployed? Like, I'm this so sounds confused. like a mind fuck. It sounds like a haunted mansion of like fast food restaurants. Like is people walk like- in there and then they write a review and then somebody replies and says. That Quiznos has been closed down for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, is this like a fucking episode of the fucking Twilight Zone? Or is this like the plot of Inception? I'm so fucking confused. There hasn't been a Quiznos for 75 years, though. <laughs> All right. Well, okay. So I think we've established that the sexiest fast food restaurant is the one that's been closed down for a number of years, but that you wander into and experience the joy-bringing nostalgia of Whatever meal you remember from your childhood. Those taxidermied rats really brought them in there. Oh or my could, god. Or, or what you said about the other stuff. About oh, the I hamburger think the sexiest, the sexiest mascot is the, the weird rats at the Quiznos that we met along the way. <laughs> can we also talk about Chuck E. Cheese for a minute? Sure. We can. Like, sure. Hold on a second. So you're telling me that they can just get away with their mascot being a rat? Like... Yeah, rats like cheese, and they serve cheese pizza. Is okay. he a rat or a mouse? No, he's a straight up rat. He's, he's oh, a rat. he's a rat. Well, not that yeah. it's like a, a huge difference. He's he cares a rad rat. And if like, and if a rat ever came out of the kitchen or something like that, do you think they would just be like, oh yeah, that's that's Ronnie. Uh, he escaped. They do a Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah, oh, oh yeah. God. I mean, that that's Chucky. Hey, we we hey, season all of our uh, we season all of our pizza with rat shit. That's why it tastes like that. All right. Well, is it that real New York flavor? Do we? That's how you build up children's intolerances. Are we prepared to rank Chuck E. Cheese as the sexiest fast food mascot? Although I'm not sure that Chuck E. Cheese is technically a fast food restaurant. I'm prepared uh. to like. You know, provide. I mean, he is still a, a restaurant. It is still if a restaurant. You, if you remember his predecessor or his success, whatever. If you remember the showbiz pizza bear, he does not belong on any list of sexy. <laughs> I think he belongs on one bear. list. You guys said you want to hear some Chuck E. Cheese reviews. No, no, we need to get to the next person. <laughs> Keep in mind, he's in a band, and that's kind of hot. <laughs> I think the next lead person... vocals, <laughs> lead guitar. I think the next person vocal. was deep, right? Uh, sure, yes, yes. Am I remembering that correctly? Or, or um, I'll go anyway. Spinx, did you have a ten? <laughs> Somebody had a ten. I, I had a, I had a seven. Oh, okay. I had a 10. Okay, cool. Hell yeah. Ah, twas me. Yes. Now I, yeah. I smuts up crew, would like to propose. Oh my god, he's proposing. A question. Get down on your fucking knees. (laughs) Doesn't say it like that, it's hot. A question. Why? Why? Why are we so thirsty for tall people? This is a phenomenon I've been very interested in recently. Like, you've all seen that meme where it's like, little short girl, about two foot, about four foot two. I read that back. Or two foot four. Uh, 
Okay, yeah, so no. I, I've seen the meme where it's just like, uh, you know, if you're, uh, if you you're under 6'1", don't even message me. <laughs> which is fucked up because I'm 6'1", which is like, I mean, whatever, height. Anyways, it's like bad luck for that guy who's like six foot one or five foot ten, you know. But then again, also uh, respect other people's preferences and all that as well. But being a fellow tall, I have noticed I have gotten more attention purely based on my height. And been told many times on dates that like, oh, I love that you're tall. All right, I'll stop bragging. Sorry. But so <laughs> uh, people are so. People are so thirsty for, like, tall people. The new Resident Evil 8, I forget her name because it's always, uh, the, I hear different pronunciations of it. Lady Demescu? Yeah, thank you. Wow. But, like, Whoa. I'm not going to remember that ever. That was so French just, as fuck. Well, yeah. The French. Uh, like, she they big. literally flooded the inbox of Capcom just begging to know how tall exactly is she. Nine foot six, by the way. But yeah, you know, like being tall is great. You can flex your power. You can reach on high places. You know, that's usually why people call you over at work. It's true. Yeah. Like I, I have a a a preference for tall people, and it is one hundred percent just so uh, they can get me some some of the things down on the taller shelves. I can't reach. I do have to. There is a code. You know, where it's like, if I see someone struggling to get something up high, I can't help them. That's rude. You know, but if they ask, if they ask, you gotta help them. This is the way I have to admit my my fiance. um, She's an inch taller than Danny DeVito. I looked it up. (laughs) That's how I do measurements. Um, (laughs) That's good measurement. And so, like, I purposely put things on the higher shelves that she can't reach. So she has to ask me for it because it makes me feel like a fucking god men are monsters exactly. men are terrible exactly. you're all the same she has a step stool she can easily get out but like just be like hey can you get that for me i'm like yeah and then i reach my tall ass arm up there like i'm a fucking crane building a skyscraper in the middle of new york oh. and then i grab it with my fucking hand and then Is it that like slips peacocking? and falls onto the ground and smashes because i didn't actually have a good enough grip on it <laughs> And it was at such a high, at such a high place that like, Dude, I was no like what. totally with you until that happened. Like I was like, oh my god, I get it. And then, <laughs> now going back, how you measure people by Danny DeVito's? Yeah. I would be three Danny DeVito's tall. Well, no, he's uh he's four foot uh ten. Oh wait, no. he's four foot ten, mm-hmm. and my fiance is four ah. foot eleven. <laughs> Then I'd be like about one and a half Danny DeVito's tall. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm one and a half Danny DeVito's as well. One and a half Danny DeVito's, yeah, yeah. I'm I'm just a little over uh, the standard DeVito. Me as well. <laughs> You're above average DeVito. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. This, like, this fascination with, like, you know, tall folks, have you, like, found any kind of, like, uh, you know, kind of reason why this might be the case? Or, like... Normally, with um, my speculation that I have, it would be that it's an instant powered dynamic, like in the simplest form. Our brains tend to associate everything like higher up with awe, and wonderment, and respect, and all that. You know, uh, like anyone or anything like looming over you can be intimidating, and it can trigger into your mind like a uh, submissive mindset. You 
know, personally, I have actually experienced this where I have met women who are taller than me, and I just like instantly just like <laughs> die, <laughs> and it's like you know, <laughs> curling fingers through my hair and everything. It's definitely on a subconscious level. I also met Lucy Lawless one time when I was like sixteen, and that was amazing. I That's talk fucking to her awesome! Hell yeah, she's her, so like, tall. In a hotel. She's so strong. Oh yeah, we're all oh, huge yeah. fans, obviously. We're all huge fans. <laughs> I worked in a, uh, I made video games for a little bit, and I worked in an office where we had a life-size cardboard cutout of Lucy Lawless in our office, and she acted almost as a theft deterrent, except it also just worked on us as well. We'd flip those lights on, and there would be Lucy, and it's just like, oh, nah. every time. <laughs> You've seen a warrior princess. Just like, oh, I'm sorry, ma'am. <laughs> sorry, ma'am, I'll get back to work. <laughs> <laughs> But um, my sources I got from this more of a small, like, tiny little in-depth research I did this morning uh, on a pot of coffee. Uh, but, like, from psychologytoday.com says that there is something appealing about a tall man. Napoleon aside, tall men are more likely to win popularity contest and presidential votes and be reelected in the office. I also just wanted to sidebar real quick into Napoleon. He was like five foot six, which is just like very average. So like I, you know, stop hating on him for his height. I'm gonna keep hating on him. And just hate on him for his hate crimes instead. Or his <laughs> That's uh, exactly why. And war crimes. I'm gonna emasculate him by calling him small. <laughs> <laughs> which is exactly what they did. So stop hating him for that. Uh-huh. Anyways, I go. They go on to say, like their great leadership potential may have something to do with the fact that men, tall men, have higher self-esteem, whether it is deserved or not. Uh, they are happier and are most likely to feel jealous toward other, or, and are less likely to feel jealous toward other men. When it comes to romantic partners, men and women tend to sort themselves out that they form pairs of similar height. However, among married couples, women are more likely to be shorter than their husbands, only by a few inches. Yoinks. Which is weird how they say, like, you know, higher men have self-esteem or taller men do. I don't have that. I don't have self-esteem. But maybe if I was taller. You gotta get yourself some high heels. I gotta get myself some. Yeah, anybody who wears high heels is instantly... High heels. Yeah, instant confidence maker, because it makes you taller. And it defines those And it makes you look like a bad bitch, you know? It also makes you look like a bad bitch. It also can hurt your lower back a lot as well, so watch out for that. (laughs) Well, that's the whole point. It's like, you're willing to put yourself through such an uncomfortable situation to look like a bad bitch. That makes you more of a bad bitch. Perhaps. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, interesting quandary. People should wear whatever they want. <laughs> wear whatever they want. But it's kind of like how, you know, like the tall man equal power equation may simply be a part of like a male female power deferential. Uh, men are taller because of hormonal influences. To be sure, this becomes to translate into like social attitudes. Uh, where we are conditioned by media images to prefer men and women of a certain kind of appearance, which is fucked up, you know, sadly, but this is the information I got. And as proponents to the more, like, 
biosocial gender approach argue that the uh, two sets of influences are completely, utterly intertwined. So it's kind of just it's one of those things where it's like you know you might have noticed you might not have noticed it, but your brain did. You know, like it's just on that weird subconscious level. So the this article, is something that's like reinforced by culture that we just culture sort of, and condition. the media. Yeah, by media. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So it's kind of like ill. Yeah. I got a little ill, like reading this part of the data, but it's like, eh, you know, because somebody looked through it. But like, you know, according to is, it goes on to explain like it's compiling data to basically equate that like taller gives you more of a sense of a self esteem in both men and women. It also mentions that like if a woman ever feels too tall, to keep in mind that actresses and models are often preferred to be tall. The average height of the Swedish models, the Swedish supermodels are about six foot two. Well, it's, so you have more room to Photoshop. It's true. <laughs> you figure short people, there's not a lot of room there. There's really not. It's more of a canvas, you're saying. And then they still like Photoshop and make it look taller. Like they give them like giraffe necks and shit. Yeah. It's crazy. It's, They're tall enough. They do weird. Yeah, they do super weird shit. Like. Victoria's Secret's been called out for this shit like a number of times. Like, oh god, yeah. yeah, years and years. This is yeah, this has been this is a whole other conversation. But yeah, tell us tell us this more. This is a whole other conversation. I'd be glad to have that, but like uh but yeah. Uh you Luxa actually you did turn me on to a very specific Oh, word. you know what? It's actually I have to I can't take credit for this. This was my buddy Malcolm that told me about this word, so in the middle. But yes. <laughs> thank you my buddy malcolm uh but yeah i appreciate this uh it was a fun word to look up it was uh anastemophilia which is the i'm not sure if i pronounced that correctly it sounded right to me cool. I, that. I mean why thank you yes yes uh Again, if we get anything wrong, please contact me at uh, smutsup at the <laughs> Instagram. I would love to talk to anyone. I think we have a Twitter. I'll make one. Anyways. Um, it's the right, real Donald it. Trump at Twitter.com. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. oh, no. Send us all your perverted stories. Yes, please. Oh, <laughs> oh, but, you know, in time. In time. Anyways, anastemophilia, which is the arousal to which is the arousal to a person of extreme stature, either like giant or dwarf. And this is more based on the realm of reality as opposed to like the more fantastical fetishes as like microphilia. Like like the, the vor like stuff us. that we were talking about, like where it's like yeah. a giant that could eat you or something like very yeah, exactly. cartoony like that. Like this is actually so, so, in yeah. This is more like yeah, like you know, um this is more based in reality. Totally. Or like, you know, um Macrophilia, or is often referred to as giant giant test fetish, which I actually will cover in a uh, in a further episode. Uh, but yeah, um, I looked up a very prestigious uh, source uh, from Urban Dictionary, which honestly has helped me out a lot in my life. Thank you, Urban uh, Dictionary. <laughs> yeah, thank you, Urban Dictionary. It's like you found me out of a lot of like. What did that kid say? What does that mean? Oh, okay, cool. Thank you. Oh, thank God. Uh, also, what oh. do people think about my name? 
<laughs> always go on there and look up your name. It always says. I put a D20 in my mouth. Have an average sized dick. And I'm like, I have no idea who that it. is. Uh, mine are always like, there's some, <laughs> uh, like, there's some piece of shit who just like is always hanging around without a shirt on or something like that. And I'm like, that's no, I always have shirts on. That's my dad. He's the shirtless Florida man who just will mow his lawn. That's another phenomenon in Florida. Yeah, mine always says shit about, like, you know, banking coin and slaying dick. (laughs) 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 Oh, Urban Dictionary. You're very, you're, it's kind of spot on, actually. Um, Mine says I'm an amazing boy. And I'm quite disobedient, which makes me even more amazing. How <laughs> <laughs> I'm, so- <laughs> I'm such a bad boy. It's because I'm the good boy. Uh, but yes, they use it an example of like, I think I have a steamophilia. My girlfriend doesn't even come up to my shoulders and that really turns me on. I've often noticed that this, uh, like, many folks in... To this fetish often get into relationships where their partner is largely noticeable through like height differences and the turn-ons are more just like the different i guess you would say abilities they can do like through again with the like they're reaching for tall people or like how small people can like fit into like smaller places like a large suitcase just <laughs> Wait, <what? laughs> shit like that okay um, even our hero, well, my hero, from last podcast on the left, uh, Henry Zabrowski, loves talking about how he loves his very tall wife, Natalie. Okay. Which is just a shameless That's last cool. Podcast. I mean, no, I, that's that's very cool. Like, um, everybody loves that show, obviously, but, like, I, yeah, I'm right. still stuck on the thing with, like, putting your partner in a suitcase. That's, I'm, um, that's fine. Listen, as long as everybody's consenting to it. As long as they're consenting. Listen, air travel is very expensive. <laughs> Air travel and hotel, like, come on, come on, <laughs> absolutely, come on. absolutely. Let's be kinky and economical. Kinkonomical. Kinkonomical. You heard it here first, folks. So if it ends up on Urban Dictionary, oh, Ray Dunny Boy made that. <laughs> Kinkonomics. Just remember to pay me in the planet. Destroying Bitcoin. I feel like Kinkonomics is like an NPR podcast. Probably Kinkonomics. It's like NPR I, After Dark. <laughs> oh man, I kind of wanted to call our show Kinkonomics. Welcome <laughs> back to the show. I'm Dave Mattingly, and tonight we're going to talk about Kinkonomics. Yeah, I don't think we're, our show is data driven enough to be called Kinkonomics. Unfortunately, That's true. It's not. I think like, Kinkonomics is my bit where I talk about Bitcoin and NFTs. <laughs> oh. <laughs> So here, you have to have no. a cigarette in your hand. No. So so here's here's the whole thing with the blockchain, okay? So like so you got a whole bunch of computers, right? And then you, you, so you string sorry. them all together. <laughs> you gotta talk like the Joker from uh, the Heath Ledger Joker. Of course, of course. So all the Bitcoin. I'll give myself dry mouth. Uh, I'll put a cigarette in my hand, like that. It's I'll I'll do wild and crazy hand gestures, like I already do. You gotta lick your lips a lot too, and make sure like everybody can hear. Oh, it. always. You want to know how I right. got these scars? <laughs> and the Joker, man, I think the Joker just really could have used some chapstick. I think he could have just, <laughs> you know, he could have just gotten to 
drugs. I think he needed some universal health care. I don't think Universal is a big enough company to take on that kind of health care. Anyway, so pretty much my <laughs> speculation with tall people is around the correct uh, path of thinking. Like, you know, taller, better self-esteem and all that, which, you know. Um, I wanted to close this out, my little segment, with saying that, like, you know, tall folks out there, we love you. Short folks out there, we love you too. And for all the short men in that dating scene... It can be a drag to hear the I only date tall guys and yada yada, but just gotta let that go. Just lie. And like, just lie. Just lie. Get like, yourself a pair of high heels. And <laughs> don't take this as actual advice or anything. But again, you know, everyone has preferences, and you should respect that. Just you know, measure yourself in Danny DeVito's. Most people don't know how tall Danny DeVito is. Exactly. Yeah. I, again, hey ladies, I'm a one and a half. Uh, Danny DeVito's. I'm 15 Danny DeVito's stacked on a stack. Tall if, if they were literally <laughs> laying, you know, belly to top. See, I think I'm half the man that Danny DeVito is. Uh, so uh, I think that would make me 2.2 Danny DeVito's. <laughs> I think I'm half the man I used to be. All right. <laughs> on on that note, let's go to our interlude. <laughs> interlude your mind. Fuck yeah. Okay, so for this interlude, we are going to by popular opinion, return to a very important question that we have asked in the past, which is, why is it sticky? Why is it sticky? Why is it sticky? so sticky? Why is it sticky? Why is it sticky? The age-old question that has yet to be answered. Okay, so uh, I'm just going to go ahead and uh, just... I'm going to go ahead and just, we're going to do a rapid fire round on this, okay? okay? Uh, Everybody gives one good short answer for each cue I throw at you. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. First one, right off the bat, hotel TV remote, go. Marmalade. Interesting. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Two-year-old coffee pot, coffee residue. Okay. Complimentary shampoo. I'm going to say unwashed tuna hands. Okay. Uh, The blender. (laughs) Why is the blender sticky? Protein shakes. I was also going to say whey protein shakes. So uh, vanilla flavored protein shake. Vanilla flavor. Okay. Okay. Anything else? I was going to say the three ingredients that you put in a blender that are black and white and red. You know what they are. A penguin. Um, okay. <laughs> I was, was going to say uh, I was going to say the bits of tuna that fell out of there when you didn't wash your hands. Oh, I got the hotel TV remote uh, sticky. Okay. Uh, cardboard. <laughs> I, see I see your theme now. <laughs> uh, cardboard cut out of Darth Vader in a thong. Jizz. Oh, this is a fucking Star Wars. Jizz. Jizz. Okay. That's a good one. Jizz. That's a- Jizz from a very fun Friday night. Okay. All right. I was fun Friday jazz. jazz. Ooh, jazz. <laughs> fun Friday jazz. So I was also going to say jizz, but not the jizz you're thinking of. I'm thinking of the jizz that is the genre of music that is played in Star Wars and the cantina. And it was That's just what such I a meant, banger you fucking a, pervert. But okay, I'm going into it. It was such a banger of a song that somebody spilled their drink <laughs> on the cardboard cutout. Dolphin blowholes, go. Go. 
This one's so problematic, I don't think I want to touch it. Pass. I don't want to touch it because I know it's sticky. A harpoon. <laughs> I was going to say, dolphin probably has coronavirus, has a really leaky nose because that blowholes their nose. What a bunch of fucking nerds. Who has noses on their head like that? Canadians. Wait, oh, wait, Canadians. I just, I don't know why I put just straight Canadians, but why are Canadians sticky? Maple syrup. <laughs> <laughs> no, you wrote maple syrups after. Maple. I did not write syrups. that. That last. Part. I wrote that. I just put Canadians. I wrote that specifically. <laughs> okay. You know what? I'm also gonna say maples syrups. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, we love our neighbors to the north, and we love our maples syrup. Maple syrups. So yes. Um. We would love we would love all of our Canadians to be sticky with the sweet nectar. I, was, I wish I was sticky with the sweet nectar. <laughs> I was gonna I was gonna say all of the beautiful celebrities that have come out of there. Let's go Drake. Let's go let's go Beeb Phoebe. Let's go uh um I do have two preferences that that is actually a letter Kenny reference. I apologize. There's there's so many talented people from all <laughs> over the globe. Canada yeah, but like, especially. but like all of our gold, like a lot of a lot of the people that like are just fucking killing it in the U.S. are from the Canadians. Oh, you know? I know, yeah. Oh, just my saying, gosh, like, yeah. That's why they're so sticky. Everybody's just jerking off to them. Sometimes, sometimes snow. Never, I've never seen snow. Never felt snow. But I'm assuming it's sticky. Why is it sticky? I've also never, I've also never seen snow. Uh, so pass. No one it's else. Like, I've never seen snow, which is why I think it's lemons. It's not. I. I, I mean, no, it's actually. It's like the opposite of sticky. All it's like slippery. Snow. <laughs> okay. Please tell us, snow princess. Snow is actually sticky because it's literally clouds, frozen cloud jizz. Okay. That's why it's, it's white. sticky because it's, it's like, got a bunch of sticks in it. It sounds like, like you all have a really good understanding <laughs> of the concept. But like, why is it white though? Like, rain isn't white. That doesn't make any sense. You know what? We're moving on. Okay. It's because uh, the, because the gods have a cum fetish. I don't know. <laughs> ooh, they're just like, hey, see that <laughs> place that's really cold right there? I really want like those Rocky Mountains. I want it to, they look like titties covered in cums. Yeah, they totally <laughs> do. Don't they? All right. So why are some words like moist sticky? Why are they so sticky? I have a tri- I I apologize for anybody who hates that word. Trigger warning for the next couple. Oh, the the minutes. word oh, moist. I don't apologize. People don't like the moist. word moist. Yeah, grow yes. up, you fucking babies. It's a word. Oh, I'm Jesus sorry. Christ. I was trying to be nice. Moist. I'm not being nice. I think people are are not actually like turned away by the word moist. I think they. I think it's a fad. I think that they're just playing along because their friends think that they, they don't saw like it. it. On a TV like people show hating on pineapple pizza. Oh my god! Thank you. Thank pineapple pizza. Why is it so sticky? Moist. 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 <laughs> you already established that you're eating pineapple pizza. You're fucking. You're fucking. Yes. I yeah, mean you're that's you're fucking. Hard. You're fucking. <laughs> but back to moist. <laughs> you're fucking. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe. Maybe it's just like a weird puritanical thing and people think about moist and they don't want to think about the connotations that it might entail. I don't know. I like to I like I'd like to break down the word here phonetically. It's not the moy part that's sticky. It's the. Oh, yeah. So I have a feeling just the word S in there, just the 
it makes it sticky. I'm gonna blow like, your mind. Like the word slurp. I'm gonna blow you right Ooh, now. I like gonna... slurp though. Sticky starts <laughs> with God. the last two letters of moist. Yeah, moist sticky. That didn't really blow my mind though. <laughs> also, when I think of the word moist, I just think of like cakes. I think yeah. of Little Debbie Cakes as well. All right, guys. Yes. Why the fuck is sunscreen so goddamn sticky? Nanobots. You're buying the it... wrong type. Okay, tell me a non-sticky sunscreen brand. I don't Wait. actually wear sunscreen, so. Cool. <laughs> I try to die you Guys, early. you're not supposed to wear it. You're supposed to drink it. Oh, fuck. Okay, I've been doing life wrong for so long. <laughs> I'm so glad you're here. <laughs> You'd get it's sticky too if lives. you rubbed like Mountain Dew on your skin. Uh, like it's so obvious. <laughs> and then uh, mm-hmm. so nobody has an answer for that. Cool. QAnon armpits. Why are they so sticky? Oh, that's a typo. Those are stinky. Oh shit. Why are they stinky? I was just gonna well, they're not mutually exclusive. I was gonna say like showering stuff, like maybe. I was going to say using the uh, aluminum-free deodorant because they're afraid that the aluminum in there is going to take over their minds. And make them gay. Well, the aluminum is what you should be wearing on top of your mind in the form of a fucking hat, you sheeple. Wake the fuck oh up. Oh, my God. But <laughs> the 5G can penetrate the soft spots like your armpits. <laughs> See, <laughs> to, to keep my armpits not sticky, I apply sunscreen and then some aluminum foil. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, I do that with bleach because I like I like to, I like to think of my little armpits as like little little nineties M and M's. Do you bleach your armpits? Yeah, yeah, I do, and I and I give them little buzz cuts. Fun. <laughs> okay, keep your armpits high and tight. <laughs> give them buzz cuts. So if somebody ever holds me up, I can like lift my arms up and be like, "Oh, I don't have anything on me. Don't don't hurt me." And they'll be like, "Oh my god, do you bleach your armpits?" I'll be like, two trailer park girls go around the outside." Around. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sad now. Okay, oh, like god. let's get back to the regular portion of the episode. <laughs> oh, I'm feeling so silly. Let's get on with it. Interlube your mind. Okay. <laughs> okay, so Sphinx, I think you were next. I think I'm next. I'm actually really excited about this one. I can't because wait. like so my topic for today, what I am bringing to the table for you fine folks is flash porn games. Now, I'm going to throw I'm going to throw some history your way real quick before we dive into the fun parts uh about Flash and that is Flash is only 21 years old. <laughs> like it, it, it gr- I grew up with it a whole lot and so I just kind of assumed it came with the internet. I uh, Oh, it came all right. Or well, no, actually, that is incorrect. Uh, Flash programming is 21 years old. Uh, Flash launched in 1996, hmm. but it was just for like animations and graphics and stuff, so you can make them for websites. Like that was its intended use. Uh, in 2000, it got its own programming language, and people realized they could make games with this. And 
if once you're given any sort of medium for creativity, you're gonna you're gonna do some fucking with it. Like you're, you're gonna, gonna get, get nasty. Oh, yeah. oh, you're gonna make porn. <laughs> That's like Absolutely. the first thing that people do, right? <laughs> you go back into any form of art history, be it be it base relief, paintings, statues, vases. You've got someone fucking. I walked it's around great. the streets of Pompeii, and they literally had dicks on the ground to point to the brothels. Mm-hmm. They did, that and that's dope. so funny. <laughs> like the years go on, but civilization does not change. People are still just as weird as they were four or five hundred years ago. Well, maybe it means so that it's not weird at all. I don't know exactly. It's. It's just so good. But once uh, once the programming language was made and people started making uh, Flash games, one of the... One, like, it's, it, finding history for, for Flash porn games is so difficult because, like, there wasn't, there wasn't Facebook or Twitter or, or anything back then as far as social medias went. So you just had a website that usually a friend showed you in the school library and that's just where you went now there was no like hub to get to websites and sometimes the websites themselves would act as a new hub because the internet was still fairly new i there were plenty of other websites besides newgrounds that you could host like flash games and flash animations on but newgrounds really it it was i feel like it was ground zero for me at least Oh, absolutely. There was no monster quite like Newgrounds. Like, it had uh, animations, it had videos, like, it had games. It was the media hub for so long. It had videos that scared the shit out of me to where I was up for four days barricading the the doors and windows of my house. It's true. Like... I know I know Newgrounds didn't invent jump scares not by not by a long shot but they cultivated the the jump scare lifestyle in a way that was graspable and shareable through email with your loved ones. Scare the <laughs> shit out of your loved ones. Scare the shit out of your loved ones. <laughs> this holiday scare the shit out of your loved ones. Have you ever want to see But what I love show? about what I love about Newgrounds especially uh, is their Flash games are still there. Now, Flash died uh, on the 1st of January on 2021. Rest in peace, Flash. Rest in peace. Like, uh, 20 years of Flash. As far as internet technology goes, that's crazy. 20 years. Two decades of Flash. And... Uh, Newgrounds, I don't know what they did. I don't know how they did it. But somehow, their games still work. You can still go back and play the same Flash porn games that you played in middle school. And, like, I just doing a little, a little, a little bit of looking back in the Wayback Machine on there, uh, I was able to find some of the first uh, Flash porn games that they hosted. And Newground, Newgrounds was crazy, and it, it still is, because anyone can upload and publish anything. 
And especially back then, it, it was not moderated, like, at all. There's so much stuff that was posted back in 2000 that you just would not get away with now. You'd get you'd get torn apart. You'd get shredded. Like, there's so much racist, rapey garbage on there. It's It's insane. Wasn't there also, like, a host of beheading videos on that site, too? Or was that something else? Oh, gosh. I couldn't tell you. But I wouldn't be surprised if the answer was, yep. <laughs> okay, I... mixed, mixed bag here. It sounds mixed like, bag. Uh, yeah. Mixed yeah. Bag. It was the Wild West back then. It was the, the Wild West. Mm-hmm. Newgrounds was really, like, it was a media... It, 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 was, it, was, a, it was a media hub. It's, it's where you went. Okay, okay. For... Flash porn games and some of the first flash porn games are so funny to me now because like in 2000 I was 10 like this I I wasn't looking at these but the fact is I found them about three years later yeah that's prime time (laughs) that was prime time (laughs) Uh, oh and when it asked me if I was 18 oh I lied of course I was born in 1970, if anyone asked. Oh, I would, I would always go to like how far back it would let me. So sometimes I was born in 1900. <laughs> this vampire's here old. pulling his pud. <laughs> Amazing. I remember like in uh, 2005 or whatever, it was a great feeling to be like, oh, wait, I can just put in my real birthday. <laughs> oh. Uh, I still never do that. I'm afraid that they'll know my birthday (laughs) and then send me a happy birthday. If I put in my real birthday, then Mark Zuckerberg's gonna know, right? Okay, so Captain Spanks, like, how do you 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 say you still kind of connect with these games, like, to this day in a way? Like, I they're they they are wrapped in so much in so much nostalgia for me, mostly because I and I know I can't be the only one the only 90s kid that started having like their sexual awakenings with the birth of the internet at its core. <laughs> uh, That's a good time too. Yeah. So Newgrounds was the place to go. There weren't any adult warnings. There weren't any porno ads. It was great. On its surface, it looked like a normal website where you'd go to watch funny videos and play silly flash games. But it's also where you went for flash porn games. <laughs> What like there was one that I played so often. I put hours into this. I had notebooks filled with notes for it. <laughs> just and it was it was just a it was a dating sim at which like at the end uh you got to get down and nasty with the one girl. But it, it was it was a long road to get there. You had to work for it. Okay. You had to work yeah. for it. <laughs> Not only did you have to know all these facts about her and have them memorized or written in a notebook that I kept discre- discreetly in one of my drawers, <laughs> uh, you also had to be really good at blackjack. Okay. <laughs> and so it's... All good dating they, skills. <laughs> all good dating skills. I have played Keeping notes and playing blackjack. Yes, dating is much like tradecraft, <laughs> yes. as it's portrayed in the movies. <laughs> but uh, the the earliest porn game that I was able to find uh, was called Street Life, and it was published on April twenty second, two thousand. That's like it's we're it's it's so very close to being twenty one years ago. Okay, okay. I uh, 
And so 21 years ago, someone, they saw that Flash added programming and said, I'm going to make a game uh, and it's going to have fucking... Uh, but see, Street Life, Street Life, Street Life was a a completely different monster where it was more of a choose your own adventure sort of deal. Uh, it was almost like a puzzle, and you know, banging the chick from the bar is just one part of it. So it was more of a story than it was a, a flash porn game. But it was the first. It was the very first one, at least on Newgrounds. I, uh, the second one, I. Uh, is probably my favorite from the first couple that were ever published. Uh, it's Jack Off James. <laughs> okay, that's fun. Is it just what it sounds like? It's exactly what it sounds like. It is James from Team Rocket from Pokemon. Uh, uh, and you bash the you bash the space bar to make him jerk himself off. And the more he jerks off, the more Jesse loses clothes. Interesting. Okay. Interesting. Yep. There okay. is uh, no male nudity in this. He is jerking off right over his pants. It's just, it's it's uh, something that you look at it and you say, yeah, that was made in the year 2000. Yeah, that, okay. Sorry. <laughs> interesting. Yeah. But, like, at its core, it was the first porn Flash game that I was able to find on Newgrounds. Okay. Okay. Like, Yeah. All right. And well, for cool. me, porn flash games are always so very funny because they always involve female nudity and are very much marketed towards young men. But it always tricks you into jacking the guy. <laughs> <laughs> it always comes full circle, doesn't it? Gotcha. Interesting. Gotcha. Fascinating. Hey, yeah, that's so funny. Okay. Well, thank you so much, Vix. Yeah, interesting stuff. Thank you. Thank you. Okay. So. Have you guys ever heard of the phenomena, the cultural phenomena of like butthole sunning? I I feel warm just thinking about it. (laughs) Right? I call that my rear solar panel. (laughs) (laughs) A warm butt is a happy butt. What I have to present to y'all tonight is actorasty. So this is a definition from Freakypedia. So, um, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Like um, Actorasty is deriving sexual pleasure from the sun's rays. It's a common weather fetish. It's noted here. So apparently there's other weather, weather fetishes, which makes sense. Like, ooh, that does mm-hmm. make sense. Yeah. All right. And if it rains, I get a little, you know, ooh. It notes here that the term sun worshippers can be used to reference people who literally worship the sun or sun gods, as may be the case with people, but like, um, or just people who love to lay out in the sun all of the time. Most modern sun worshippers are from that second group, just people who love the sun and try to spend as much time in the rays as possible. They often do not care too much. For the after effects of the sun on their skin. So tanning and the tan lines can be a part of sun worship. So I don't know. I'm actually not sure when this article was written. There's not a date on it. But um, that's part of what they say here. Okay. And it notes here the pleasure of the sun rays. Um, like 
it says the fact it's a fact that the sun literally makes people feel better it's a mood elevator and a cure for seasonal depression but for some it improves more than their mood it can give them erotic pleasurable sensations though people who find sexual pleasure from the sun may not be able to stand in the sunlight and reach orgasm the effect is one that roots them in their body and turns them on to the sexual feelings inside them uh, they can derive sensual feelings from the places of the body where the sun warms Does that makes sense okay so but there is a note here yeah. which makes sense too that this is you know there are dangers associated with exposing yourself to uv rays um Especially in parts of the body where the sun doesn't usually shine, like your butthole. Um, I did do some research. It seems like it's generally advised against sunning your butthole. Um, Especially (laughs) without applying some kind of a sunscreen, which... um, we That's why it's sticky. That's why it's it's Like, (laughs) so... (laughs) I apologize. Guys, <laughs> just don't get butthole cancer from the sun. That's all, that's all we're advising. So, there is... I found... Okay, so I, I did find, like, that was, like, you know, some definitions and stuff, but I found something that was kind of interesting where it seemed like somebody was writing an article about this topic, but, like, instead of writing an article they entered like this really fun like fugue state and in it's not really an article it's just like a series of one-liners so uh, that's my favorite kind of article yeah it's very fun um thank you to melissa k from popdesk.com for this so like i'm just going to like randomly select i'm not going to read them in order or anything i'm just going to like randomly select some um to read you just completely out of context um this is again about um, after Asti, uh, you know, getting getting hot for the sun. And actually, mm. I should note that the article name is Freaky Friday. After Asti, when your hots for the sun are hotter than the sun itself. So there we have it. Very nice. Okay, <laughs> I love it. Heat stroke is the ultimate orgasmic experience for these shade fearing folks. Uh, beaches are like brothels and planetariums become pornos <laughs> oh my god <laughs> who knew that the s in s and m stood for sun <laughs> god god damn hard x okay one more one more i, I won't torture y'all with do any more of these <laughs> very fun again thank you melissa um and the sun always fires back with even more passionate heat. That's not as fun as the other one. <laughs> Sunny days will never seem as bright ever again. Can someone hand me the sunscreen? No, Melissa. I won't. Sunscreen, more like sun lube. <laughs> just kidding. Everybody Shove should that wear sun sunscreen. right in my ass. Yeah, yeah, just kidding. <laughs> I will hand you the sunscreen, Melissa, and anybody else that wants it because. Please be safe. <laughs> Put a condom on it and wear sunscreen. <laughs> and, wear sunscreen. <laughs> and also, why is it sticky? Why, why is it sticky? sticky? <laughs> okay, so I think that we've all learned a lot tonight. Um, it's been a fascinating journey through a variety of different 
sexual interests and proclivities. Does anybody have any closing thoughts that they'd like to share? Um, I'm so very down for solar powered assholes. Yeah. Mm. I think that's the only way to help with NFT pollution is to combat it with. We need to shut down the, the NFT and Bitcoin mines, take off our pants and put our starfish to the sun. I heard that like the human Sunfish. body doesn't actually have to eat if we sun our buttholes. <laughs> like we could just end world hunger by just putting the pooper up to the to the sun. That's the secret that the that big gastronomy doesn't want you to know yeah. is that you're actually photogenic and it comes through the asshole. Fucking nailed it. Photosynthesis. <laughs> you know what? I think mitochondria lives in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could absolutely temper your asshole to accept the sun more if you did it more often. You know, also, I'm going to be lazy. I'm going to buy, like, one of those fucking UV lamps and just shove it up my ass. So uh, go yeah, for it. Yeah, like an iguana. All right. Well, a lot of hot takes. <laughs> Fiery hot takes here. <laughs> Some would say we I think it's a warm shined take. a light on uh, areas that have yet to be explored. And with that, let <laughs> us introduce <laughs> our sister show. <laughs> beautiful note of our sister shows. <laughs> Don't forget to listen to Unearthing Paranormal. See if you're into spooky shit. It's a podcast that tries to dig into the paranormal and find normalcy in it. If for some fucking reason you want to hear me talk more, you can listen to Ad Hoc History, where my brother Asher and I talk about history and the motivations that might lie behind it. It's not the history podcast you wanted. It's the history podcast you deserve. <laughs> <laughs> If you're into other weird, spooky bullshit, you can listen to my other podcast, Lex Occult Podcast, where I talk about occultism and chaos magic and other shit like that. And also, the Faith Blind Council Podcast is another place to get great information on that topic as well. Great guys, really fun. Is and that I, all of? And I'm Ray Dunnigan. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna say the B word. <laughs> Butthole sunning. <laughs> That's BS. That's a whole new thing for BS is butthole sunning. Yes, butthole sunning. <laughs> You've heard it here first. <laughs> um, so I do want to say too that like we joke around a lot on this show about like uh you know drinking and shit like that and like it's something that everybody should be aware about and be safe and all of that shit. We had to fucking say it so. Uh, just tossing that out there. Please be responsible, as always, with all of this shit. We said it. We said this before in our show, and we will say it again and again and again, and we will constantly say it forever and ever and ever. I'm okay with this. Everyone has a thing, and that's okay, as long as it's consensual and legal and all that stuff. But if you ever feel like your thing, whatever it is, causing you problems, for instance, what the psychologists might consider maladaptive, like anger, self-harm, avoidance, or withdrawal, please don't hesitate to find someone to talk to you. You don't need to be ashamed of it. 
and you deserve to be happy. Remember that consent is not a one-time thing. It must be enthusiastic as well as ongoing. And remember, no matter who you are, who you think you are right now, no matter what you look like, you deserve love and happiness and all the good things in life. So please take care of yourself. And remember, put a condom on it. Be safe. Put a condom on it. Put a condom on it. When in doubt, put a condom on it. Or sunscreen. And sunscreen. Yeah. And sunscreen. <laughs> or sunscreen. <laughs> don't drink and drive. Don't drink and drive. Don't sun don't suntan and drive either. Unless you have a Tesla, then like yeah, you probably do it. Actually, that's kind of hard to do because you kind of already do because the sun's beaming down on you anyway. So I guess you can. I guess you can. But do it responsibly. I'm going to say the B word. If you liked anything you heard on here, please let us know by sending us an email over at smutsup69 at gmail.com. Also, you know, if we're on an app by now, you know, go ahead and drop us five stars and leave a review. That'd be nice. Um, we don't, you know, you don't have to do it. It would just help us out a lot. Um, enjoy your day and stay sexy. Smuts Up is part of the Green Mushroom Podcast Network. To hear more great independent productions like the one you just listened to, visit our catalog at tgmpodcastnetwork.com. What scares you? Ghosts. Aliens. Monsters. The occult. Conspiracies. Some of you like to be scared, and unearthing paranormalcy is for you. Some of you try everything you can to avoid it. Unearthing paranormalcy is for you. We take the topics that scare some, and we dig in to find the source, then present the history to make the paranormal a little more normal. We also throw in a bit of comedy to shed a light on some of the darkness in the world. So whether you're scared of bumps in the night, what's inside your own mind, or strange lights in the sky, we cover it all. We dig in and present all that we find and try to come up with some logical, and not so logical reasons for the high strangeness happenings sometimes we are scared of the things we don't understand and the more we understand the less we fear so find us unearthing paranormalcy on your favorite podcast app and join us on facebook instagram and discord at UMP normalcy and until next time keep digging